This is WWE Superstar and the modern-day Maharaja Jinder Mahal, and you're listening to WNF. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Aver. And we welcome you to episode 346 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can find us on Stitcher, beyond podplayer.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Aver, and also on the Instagrams. Yep. Instagram is uh, a bear underscore mode. Hey, guys, welcome two to people the show. Who, uh, who started following me. Oh, yeah? Thank you. I'm going to give them a shout out. Uh, it's Ryan. Yeah. Ryan Green. Ryan Green. All right. And I forgot the other person. Okay. Well, while you look for that, up. I'll give everyone a brief rundown on what's going to happen this week on the show. We've got some feedback to talk about. Raw, SmackDown Live, of course. Uh, hot topics. And as you heard at the beginning of the show, uh, Jinder Mahal going to be on the show this week. Now, I want to let you guys in on a little secret. Uh, did not record the, the the interview this week. We recorded it the day after I recorded the Alexa Bliss interview. So he was still WWE champion at the time. So just to give you a little heads up, uh, that is why uh, when we talk, talk about his uh, uh, championship reign and all that, it's it sounds like he's still champion. Okay. So, so that is why. Uh, so just to give everyone a little insight, but that... That interview will come up a little, a little bit later on in the show, so stick around. Don't want to miss that because I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, that was that was one of the main reasons why I decided, hey, let's uh, let's release the interview uh, early just in case AJ Styles um, were to defeat him. In which case, that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. So um, people were at least able to check out the interview while he was still WWE champion, which is still pretty cool because that's the first time we've ever had a current. WWE champion got taken uh, away from us. It got taken away by a day. Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. Anywho, at least we can say that the interview took place while he was champion. Yep. So it's just that it was posted at a later time. So, um, so Tyler, I think I've given you ample time now to uh, find out who your uh, other follower was. Michael Williams. There you go. So thanks for following A Bear. Make sure you like all of his uh, his stuff, and we'll and together we will make A Bear Insta famous. Yeah, Instagram I've still famous. Been having other things to do, and I haven't been making too many videos. So that's okay. I will get there. I would like to eventually get like a laptop, yeah. and um, doesn't have to be like the best out there. Just something to like uh, work on. Run like some editing, um, video editing software and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. Cool deal. So let's get into our feedback. Uh, first bit of feedback we have is from Ace McSpade saying, you guys should totally play Cuphead. I'm playing it right now as I'm listening to the podcast, coincidentally. And yes, it's a hard game. Very hard. I've yet to beat the last boss, and I've already died over 800 times. 800? Or, or maybe I just suck at it. Anyways, well done on another great podcast. Love the Alexa Bliss interview and looking forward to gender this week. 
But thank cool, you. Cool, cool. But thank you. I would like to, for us to do like a live stream of us playing uh, Cuphead together that'd be, that'd be because fun. I've seen gameplay of it. Have you? Mm-hmm. It looks incredibly difficult. Yeah. Uh, it's all about getting the patterns down, learning where the next attack is going to come from, and being evasive enough. Yeah. So I'm not good at, typically at those run and gun styles, but I think it would make for some good entertainment at least. Yeah. At least with me getting frustrated and shouting <laughs> a slur of expletives. <laughs> but, bullshit. Yeah. So, uh, so thanks, Ace McSpade. Final bit of feedback we have is from CMA. I'm not even going to try and pronounce that last name. Uh, pronounce so, it. No. Uh, so cool you had Alexa on the show. Her, stre- her strength, passion, and drive are what, make her, are what makes her so successful and admirable. So I'm glad we could bring that interview to you. And uh, I, I did notice that we had uh, quite a surge of Alexa Bliss fans. Um, retweeting and liking uh the interview so i want to certainly say thank you to everyone who took time to to check out the interview really thank cool you. stuff so uh we're getting ready for uh raw smackdown and getting ever closer to survivor series um we kicked things off on raw with ms tv bringing out kurt angle and uh it's basically just a setup for later on in the night as these opening segments tend to do ms will be facing braun Strowman. And he was yep. frustrated that Kurt Angle made Braun Strowman uh, the first pick of his team. Mm-hmm. So at this point in time, it's Kurt Angle and Braun Strowman. But more to come later in the evening. Yes. What do you think about that choice, Braun Strowman? Oh, very good choice. I mean, yeah. he's going to dominate for sure. Do you think that's going to make him be like one of the survivors? Do you think? I mean, we're we're we'll be giving our official predictions next week. But some of the people that they put in these matches, you're kind of like. You can't really have them lose unless they get themselves disqualified. Like, you know, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but they put Asuka in the women's match, and they've been hyping her as being undefeated. And I feel like the only way that you can have her get out of the match is if she gets counted out or if she gets herself disqualified. I mean, you can't you can't have her be pinned. You can't have her be submitted. That's true. So, she wins. Yeah, she's either going to be on the winning team or she's going to do something to get herself disqualified or, or out of the match. She's going to. Attack everyone. She'll attack everyone. Yeah, she'll attack the ref. Who knows? I don't know. Right. We'll see. We'll see because we're going to be there live. So uh, be on the lookout for that. We're not going to be on hard hard uh, camera side. We'll be on the soft Yeah, we'll camera be, side. Yeah, gentle. We'll be on the gentle side. <laughs> gentle. Yes. Uh, we will not, more than likely, we will not be on TV. Yep. That's what I was getting to. Uh, we got to see Jason Jordan versus Elias in a guitar uh, on a pole match. First time this match has happened in about like 20 years, I think. And they went with the rules of the first person who grabs it and uses the weapon wins the match. So no pinfalls needed, no submissions needed. It's whoever grabs the guitar and uses it. Uh, Slap nuts. Yeah, that's right. Elias was the first to grab it, but Jason Jordan was the one who used it and won the match. Um, and as I was watching it, I felt so bad for the UK crowd because they got treated to a match like this. Like, you know, you wait so long for them to come to your town and they give you a match like this. I mean, hey. And then over on SmackDown, they give you James Ellsworth versus <laughs> Becky Lynch. That wasn't that bad. That, that was, was a, bad. No. That was a bad match. No, I enjoyed it. Did you? Yeah. It went on way too long. Becky Lynch did not look good in that match. It was bad. Come on. 
No. You watch a match from Lucha Underground where a guy faces off against a girl, and then you go and watch this match, and you're going to well, yeah, tell me that, that was not a yes. bad match? It's not a bad match. You were so full of shit. <laughs> Probably so, but that's, that's beside the point. Uh, that was a terrible match. It was not that bad. Your wife is sitting there going, this is bad. Like, this is bad TV. Well, she'll know what she's talking about. Oh. <laughs> Can I quote you on that? Uh, nope. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Well, I'll just play her the audio then. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be sleeping on the couch in no time. Who's really going to be getting that air mattress? <laughs> Damn it. Um, Sushan. Yeah. So after that, we got to see Asuka going up against Stacy Coates. Stacy Keebler. No, not Stacy Keebler. Uh, but Asuka gets the quick win, and Alicia Fox announces that Asuka will be the next member of the women's Raw team. Choo-choo. Yep. This is your captain speaking. It's your captain. The, I got more important shit to do, but I'm going to stand out here and watch you. Well, she didn't this time. She I appeared know. on the Titan Tron, so she may have had something to do this time. But either way, it was pre-tape. the captain of the women's team for Raw is the beautiful Alicia Fox. How long can you go? Oh, damn it. I started running out of breath. I'm sorry. Oh. I did what I could. The beautiful Alicia Fox. The beautiful Fox. Alicia Fox. That's what she did. She did very well being team captain. And she made Asuka her latest team member along with Nia Jax. I like Asuka. Asuka, as some might call her. Because, you know, you got to use all of the, all of the vowels. Ashka? Yeah. A- Ashka. Asuka. Asuka. Okay. All right. So, uh. <laughs> we like, what the fuck? <laughs> After that, we were supposed to see Titus O'Neil versus Samoa Joe, but uh, during Titus O'Neil's entrance, Samoa Joe comes up and attacks him from behind. That's what has to happen. Puts him to sleep, and then he comes out and cuts a promo saying, uh, I'll fight anyone. I'm not done yet. Anyone who wants to come out and fight, let's fight. And lo and behold, Finn Balor comes out. And we all remember the lovely feud that they had at NXT, the back-and-forth matches. This matchup was a lot of fun to watch. Um, I enjoyed it. What about you? I did not see that. Damn it. So this match. What about it? It was good. It was good. This was a good match. <laughs> not like Carmella. Uh, I didn't say it was like, not like James Ellsworth. It was an all right match. Becky it was Lynch. Entertaining, me, entertaining to me. It's terrible. It then terrible. you were easily entertained. No, on certain things, yes. Let's be real, Tyler. This match was that match was bad. Like that was a bad, bad match. That's bad. That's a bad, bad match. Like I would I would put it just above Jeff Hardy versus Sting. Ooh. Yeah. And you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. Like it was bad. The crowd was dead. It was the the offense was awful. Jeff Hardy match was worse. Yeah. But I'm saying it's just above that. No, it's a little I'm bit more above it. I'm putting it just above that. A little more above it. It's just a little bit. Let's see what people think. All right. People weigh in. You watch this. You watch SmackDown, right? Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, you're finding this out. And you might want to go back and check SmackDown live and 
SmackDown Live, the pre-taped show. It's not live. It was not it live. It was this live time. to those people. It was live to those people, and it cracks me up because there were so many people complaining. Did you see the comments about that? Oh, you're spoiling everything by telling us what happened. Oh, they don't need to do that. And they shut the heck up. Yeah, I got into a nice little comment debate with someone. Oh, really? On the uh, on like the WWE Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I'll have to see if I can find it because uh, it was pretty funny. Because like someone was like, "Oh, they need to they need to find a way to avoid spoilers for these pre-taped shows." Like maybe uh, someone actually commented this. They said maybe um, have the crowd leave or find a way for, for the sh- pre-tape stuff to happen, but have the main event with the championship be live. <laughs> They'll so have like an empty arena. Well, what I commented, I basically said, yeah, dude, that's a genius idea. Let's just kick the crowd out, wait six hours for it to go live to be at the specific time, and we'll invite them all back in. That's a genius idea. That's awesome. <laughs> here's here's the direct quote from them. Well, the tape delays hurt ratings again. Just find a solution to the spoiler-ish nature of your events overseas. Like maybe don't have the main event be taped and have that go live. <laughs> that was their actual comment on WWE post. So I said, sure, just have the crowd leave and come back six hours for one, six hours later for one match. Genius. And then uh, another person says. No, or just don't do live shows overseas. It's pretty simple. Don't cater to less than 10% of your audience in an arena of 20,000 versus millions around the globe. I said, yeah, why should people in different countries get anything special, right? How selfish are they to stay up until 2 in the morning to watch Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live 51 (laughs) weeks out of the year and get one show where it's at a normal time? (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> I got to deal with some of the WWE That's fans fun. yesterday. That's, I bet it that was, was fun, fun actually, because it's like they ever respond. I bet you got some likes on the. Oh yes, I got several. So uh, <laughs> it didn't. I, I did chuckle a little bit because it's like really, you know, can you you can't be okay with one week of pre-tape no, shows? Such bullshit, like man. okay, I might have to retract that statement because sometimes they go overseas after WrestleMania, so they might get. Two shows a year. Oh, shit. So, uh, forgive me. But still, if, if you're going to get that butt hurt over two shows out of 52, come on. That's funny. That's ridiculous. Anywho, Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe. The match ends in a double count out. Uh, Angle comes out while they're brawling, tries to break them up, and he says, that's the kind of intensity that I'm looking for. Uh, you have, uh, you're both going to be on Team you Raw. have one of the eyes. Yes. You have one of the three eyes. Yes. So uh, so now we've got Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, and Samoa Joe. That's your, uh, that's your Survivor Series team at this point in time. Go to commercial, come back. Kurt Angle talks to Jason Jordan and says, you know what? This might be a little bias. It might show a little favoritism, but uh, I want you to be the fifth member oh, of Team Raw. My so. fake son. <laughs> Yes. So uh, I was just reminded of the Family Guy segment where my black son. Uh, I don't know. It was hilarious because someone took that, someone took the audio from that uh, little clip and they added it to Kurt Angle and Jason Jordan. Uh oh. And it's it's hilarious. Um, But (laughs) if I'll just play it, screw it. Um, 
Stall, stall, stall. Yes, Tyler. Stall, how was your How was your weekend? It was all right. Talk about that. Wow, you were great at timing. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Did so you do weekend, anything? Uh, what did I do this weekend? Went to a birthday party. Yeah. Wow, uh, that sounds amazing. Oh yeah, man. Oh please, I don't really give me a commercial. Not, Damn it, they gave me a commercial. I really did not have an eventful weekend. Really? So it's a bad subject to talk about. Oh, okay. Here we go. This is the clip. This time around, I'm staying at home, and things are going to get better. Settling in, <laughs> loving my wife, but then I got Dixie that Carter. <laughs> yes. My black son, my black son, <laughs> now each day my heart is getting bigger. Don't even remember sleeping with that lady, but I did. <laughs> I should be filming your reactions to this. Carmel. He's making each day the best that he can. Also, he's a ninja. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I should have filmed your reaction. That would have been great. Damn. <laughs> so, anyway, so we have our five members for Team Raw Kurt Angle, Jason Jordan, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Finn Balor. Finn Balor. And Samoa Joe. So what do you think about this team? Um, it was all right. Um, I get why they put uh, Jason Jordan, but I didn't really want him. Who would you have preferred? Like, who would, if you were, <laughs> bless you, if you were the GM of Team Raw, who would you uh, switch out for Jason Jordan? Okay. Let's think. Miz is not doing... I mean, Miz is, has his own thing. Yeah, he's going to be going uh, against Baron Corbin. You could go Bo Dallas. No. You could go Goldust. No. You could go Heath Slater because he's got kids. Nope. How about Rhino? No. Oh. Uh, da, 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 da. How long is Roman out for? Uh, he's supposedly coming back next week. Oh, okay. But he's teaming... He's going to be going up against the New Day. We're going to get to see the Shield versus New Day. Oh, he's coming back for the... Yeah. He'll be back in time for the Survivor Series, yeah. Okay, so... Who else do we got? Uh, man, it's like... You feel like limit. You feel limited, don't you? Kind of now. I thought I, I would have more. Yep, can't use any of the members of the Shield. Can't use the Miz. Now you can't use Cesaro or Sheamus. Yeah. You could put in Matt Hardy. He's not really doing anything right now. Yeah. <laughs> You're not even interested yeah. in that. No. Maybe if he deleted some people. Yeah. Uh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan it is. Fuck. Yeah. So, uh, but then you, then you look at Team SmackDown. You've got Shane O'Mac, Shinsuke Nakamura, Randy Orton. Um, Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode John and a, yeah, and they John just announced Cena. John Cena is going to be the fifth member. So that's kind of a stacked uh, stacked group there. Hey, don't worry that we got Jason Jordan because we got Braun. That's like three guys in one. Well, I have a feeling. You know, we were talking earlier about uh, you put certain people in there, and it doesn't really make sense unless they get themselves disqualified. I have a feeling that Strowman's going to get disqualified. Kane, Kane will probably get involved. Yeah, and that's that's weak. That's a weak sauce. Um, so before we make our official predictions, I'm going to say Team SmackDown for the guys win. 
Team Raw for the ladies wins. That's that's my bold prediction at the Damn. moment. Be bold. Be bold. So, um, yeah, let us know what you think in the comment sections. Uh, we got to see Bailey teaming up with Sasha Banks to go up against Nia Jax and Alicia Fox. Uh, Bailey and Sasha get the win, and then Alicia says, I'm going to make Sasha Banks the next member of the women's team. No love for Bailey. Ha-ha, Bailey. So there's talks that maybe uh, maybe they could do Mickey James or uh, or Bailey. You know, take the safe route. Mickey James. Yeah, you never know. Uh, after that, we got to see Braun Strowman defeat The Miz via disqualification after Kane interfered. Oh, no, Kane. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, en- yeah, yeah. Enzo came out, cut a promo, trashed on the on the crowd a little bit, trying to get that heat. Yeah. And uh, how how do you feel uh, about him? Like, what is he? Is he doing good for you, Enzo, uh, or is it annoying? I get what the what the commentary was trying to do by trying to get the crowd to hate him because they're all like, "Dude, I'm gonna take a nap if he's still talking." And you know, oh, finally someone's here to shut him up while he keeps talking. Like Kalisto showed up, and they were like, "Oh, thank God for Kalisto." And then he just like walked around the ring and sat down. And they're like, "What is he doing? Why is he not taking the mic away from him or anything?" So he's being a heel. He's doing heelish things, um, but I don't know if it's really working that much. I mean, he's he was he, he was so long winded during this segment that it wasn't like. Boo heat, it was that go away heat. Go away. Like, dude, all right, shut the mic off. I get it. And I don't need Michael Cole and Corey Graves telling me it's annoying. I'm figuring that out myself. You know, it's just one of those things that they do. But um, but Kurt Angle came out and well, announced. Okay, uh, well, they played the music first. The crowd yes, reacts. And yes. then Kurt Angle comes yeah. out. So they have to turn the music down. I'm like, uh, no, you did that wrong. Yep. They did Kurt it Angle's a little music. wrong. Hit the wrong, hit the wrong cue. Kurt Angle's music, then Pete Dunne comes out. Yeah. And so Kurt Angle comes out and says, hey, I'd like to introduce you all to uh, the United Kingdom champion, Pete Dunne. Crowd goes ballistic. They go nuts. And they have a match, Pete Dunne versus Enzo Amore. So that's something we can talk about. Pete Dunne, that, and then also it's been announced that. NXT TakeOver. This is a non-televised match, by the way. So only we get to watch it. It's not even going to be on the network. Really? Yeah. Why? <clears throat> because fuck them, that's why. And yay for us. No, I don't know. Yeah, they, It might be one of those matches that they put on NXT the following week. Maybe. But they announced on WWE.com that Pete Dunne versus Johnny Gargano is going to be a non-televised match. We'll get to see it. Nice. Maybe we'll do a Facebook Live video. Um, I don't know. You think they're going to start doing more with Pete I know I would, they've been doing stuff with ICW. Yeah. And then um, I guess they do certain NXT stuff and maybe some dark matches. I don't know, but, like. I want to see the U.K. guys being more involved. Because if we heard anything more about the show, is they going to have their own show? Or? Nothing yet. I'm sure it's still in the works, like still still planning. They're probably trying to iron out contracts or whatever. Trying That's to been just, a long-ass time. <clears throat> it has been a while. But, uh, I mean, dude, my big question is, where was the Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn rematch from NXT Takeover Chicago? Because that match was phenomenal. Like those two, if you if you have not watched that match, go on YouTube, go on the WWE Network and watch that. Because holy crap, that was a good match. Do we know how many of those guys they have under contract? Is it four? It might be four. It might be six. Somewhere around that 
that number. It's a small number. But, uh, man, I want to see those guys utilize more. Because I was about to say. They were on 205 Live this week. I was like, yeah, give it time. And they're going to throw uh, Jack Gallagher in there. Oh, yeah. Think. Absolutely. Uh, and that, oh, before you know it, Jack Gallagher is a UK champion, you know? Yeah. And that's that. That just plays further into my my tease of saying, dude, just move 205 Live back to, to full sale. Because you could have all the UK guys, you could have all the NXT yes. guys, you could have all the cruiserweights in that one area. They could all fight for the titles and do what needs to be done. I feel yeah, like, man. I feel like the UK title would be a fine minor belt uh, for, for NXT. You've got the NXT championship, you've got the NXT women's championship, you've got the NXT tag team championships, and you've got the United Kingdom championship. There you go. Just like you've got a United States and an Intercontinental, now you've got the United Kingdom championship. Yep. I, I feel that would be easy. It would be a smooth transition. The full sale crowd would welcome it. So watch eventually they're gonna jump on the bandwagon with that. And then Daniel's like, Where's my check? I wouldn't be you know what? I'd pass on the check for that. Like we want we want that to happen. Oh yeah. I just want that to happen. Y'all can have that idea. Y'all I'll let you guys have that one if you pull it off. <laughs> pull it off first. So uh that takes us into the main event, Seamus and Cesar. Oh wait. Uh, Pete Dunn goes on to defeat Enzo and uh, Kalisto. Man, he should have attacked Kalisto also. I was waiting for that. I was kind of expecting that because Pete Dunn isn't exactly a uh, good guy. Well, because they're in the UK, so. Doesn't matter. They'll still cheer for him. Oh, no. He fucked up Enzo. Then he fucked up Kalisto. UK is the best. Ah, yeah. Fuck you. So, fuck, you um, fuck you. So that takes us into the main event. Sheamus and Cesaro going up against Rollins and Ambrose. For the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships, uh, the match was really good, and um, it comes it ends after a distraction from the New Day. <gasps> yeah, New Day show up at the top of the stairs in the crowd, and um, basically say, "Hey, this is part two of Under Siege," and uh, Kurt Angle shows up with the entire Raw roster and surrounds the ring, and they go, "Oh, we were just playing with you guys, <laughs> fake out," uh, and they leave. And um, Sheamus and Cesaro end up getting the the one up over Rollins and Ambrose and becoming new tag team champions. I'm fine with that. <coughs> yeah, yeah. So it looks like they're going to be. I like the bar. Yeah. So it looks like they're going to be going up against uh, the Usos, or are they? Because on SmackDown, it looked like Jay Uso suffered a leg injury. I don't know if he was just selling it really well, or if he legit got injured because the match ended very suddenly. And uh, it looked like he was kind of saying, no, dude, I'm, I'm legit hurt. Um, I don't know if you got to see that match where it was uh, the Usos versus uh, Shelton Benjamin and, uh, and Chad Gable. Match ends like in, in a count out, and everyone's kind of like standing around going, oh, yeah, we won. Yeah. Oh, no, you got hurt. And Most, more, more than likely. Yeah. So if that is the case, I'm wondering what their backup plan would be. Who would you have the bar go up against, if not the Usos? Because the table. new day is off. The new day is off the table because they're going to be going up against the Shield. I mean, who do you really have that's, uh, that's next on, up to back? On, on. The Bludgeon Brothers, Sanity. Yeah, <sighs> I don't know. You think they debut for SmackDown and uh, and go up against the Bar? I don't know. They're tag champ. Because I mean, who else is there really? You've got Shelton Benjamin and and Chad Gable. You've got Brizongo, the Ascension, and the returning soon Bludgeon Brothers. Bludgeon Brothers, get your ass up here. 
Yeah? They'd be like, you know what? We need someone to go to bat. You guys are it. And we don't just set the bar. We are, we the, are bar. the bar. We are the bar. I just feel so weird when Seamus ha- or when Cesaro has to talk now. Because he keep- he has that mouthpiece. So I'm wondering, does he have all of his teeth? Or are they waiting for like implants or something? Um, because they do that. Sometimes they'll just leave the tooth out for like a number of weeks. So whenever he talks at all, he always talks like this. It just sounds so weird. Give him time. Yeah. Give him a few more weeks. Give him time. Time after time. So, yeah. Uh, going over to SmackDown, we kick things off with Shane O'Mac, The New Day, uh, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. Um, I know Sami Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens are going to screw over Shane and them. But yeah. I wish they were on the team. But they already have a stacked team as is. <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw this, but it was breaking over the course of today, this afternoon. Um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are reportedly have been sent home from the UK tour. Did you see that? No. Uh, apparently, they were, quote, going into the business for themselves and uh, ignoring a creative directive. Uh, so apparently, they were supposed to do something on SmackDown, and they just flat out chose to ignore it. Where did you get the information? It's being reported right now. Um, on WWE.com? Not on WWE.com, but other websites are reporting that, hey, they're, they've been sent home. Uh, and... It's also being reported that Owens and Zayn have become difficult to work with over the last few weeks uh, as both were close to Jimmy Jacobs and Neville. So maybe they're getting frustrated. I don't know. But uh, supposedly they're being sent home from the UK. I don't know if they're going to try and work that into a storyline saying Shane McMahon was frustrated and sent him home. Knowing that's going to play into Survivor Series. They do stuff like that. I don't know. But it's also being said that Vince McMahon was the one who made the decision to send him home. Oh, really? Yeah. So, they apparently made uh, a decision that was detrimental to the company by not doing it. Supposedly, they were supposed to run after the New Day, and they do that little spot where they try to attack, but they get fended off, Uh and they just chose not to. So, I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. So, that's, uh, that's weird. So that goes into the uh, a matchup, Kofi Kingston defeating Sami Zayn. Um, how much of SmackDown Live did you get to see? I saw up to... I know you got to see the the terrible, god-awful Becky Lynch versus James Ellsworth match. So you got to see that. I missed the, uh, the Benjamin stuff. I did see the AJ and the gender. You did not see that match? No, I did say oh, okay. I, I saw the AJ and gender. Okay. I just didn't see Well, Benjamin yeah, the Benjamin and Gable. Gable Uso match, that was only like two minutes. Uh, and like I said, it ended rather quickly. Um, but before we get to the, the main event, Orton goes up against Rusev. They had the stipulation that if Rusev won, he got to be on Team SmackDown. The match he was supposed to have with AJ Styles yeah. this week, but they, uh, they turned it around and said, no, AJ's going to challenge for the title <coughs> against uh, Jinder Mahal. So, last minute. Uh, a last minute decision, yeah. It was a good decision. So uh so yeah, Orton ends up getting the victory. And then uh Poor Russo. Becky Lynch defeats James Ellsworth. Uh it was announced that for next week there's gonna be the uh women's championship on the line as Charlotte will take on Natalia. So a lot of people are wondering if they're gonna change the titles so that it won't be heel versus heel with uh Natalia versus Alexa Bliss. Maybe it'll switch hands over to Charlotte. That. Just they have been doing that a lot lately. It's strange. Um, 
So yeah, Benjamin Gable end up defeating the Usos via countout. And then we get the main event, AJ Styles versus Jinder Mahal, WWE Championship on the line. And I got to say, this was the best match from Jinder Mahal uh, I think I have ever seen. He looked great. Oh, I agree with you. Uh, whether it be AJ Styles carried him to this or Jinder Mahal just stepped his game up or a combination of the two. I would say both. Yeah. Combination both. Because Jinder Mahal looked like a a muscle-bound beast. Mm-hmm. No no pun for uh, for Brock Lesnar, but dude looked huge compared to AJ. Oh, yeah. Well, AJ's not. AJ's not the tallest. He's not the biggest, but General Hall's like six foot seven or something like that. He's a, Really? Yeah, he's a he's a bulky guy. So, uh, actually, let me pull up his actual height. Um, you pull it up. I will. Pull up. Oh, uh, he's six foot five. But still, that's that's a big guy. So, um, for him to be packing that kind of muscle. And, you know, he did spots where he just, like, threw AJ like it was nothing. Oh, yeah. And that could be, you know, AJ's bumping, like, like crazy to, to sell it, or it could just be the actual strength of Jinder Mahal. Again, the combination of the two. Um, this was a really good match. Um, like I said, it was the best match from Jinder Mahal we have seen. Were, were you... Ex- oh, okay. We... That was the bad part about reading spoilers. Yeah. But just to be, like, surprised, that would have been amazing. You know? Yeah. But, hey, I was still, I mean, I called you. I was so pumped to read that. I was like, oh, fuck, AJ and Brock, AJ and Brock. <laughs> and no offense to our, you know, our guest on the show, but mm-hmm. I, I'm i looking forward more to. So you're looking forward more to the matchup, just the one-off between AJ Styles and, uh, and, and Brock Lesnar? Yeah. So do you think with that, do you think AJ stands a chance? Um, I mean, if that's going to be the case, no. who's going to win this match? Brock. Yeah. Like, but I guess gender's going to interfere, maybe. I don't know. That's probably what I'm thinking. And that's going to be kind of a downer because if we see Kane get involved in one match and now we're going to see Jinder Mahal get in another match, and I can easily see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn or, you know, Miz getting involved with Kurt Angle's match. That's, or, that's you know, too much. Yeah. There, there are so many opportunities for interference of some kind that it's it could almost be overkill. Yeah, I um, hope they don't. They could do at least once or twice, but don't do more than that. Yeah. Once so, for sure. We'll have to see. But, uh, yeah, the matchup was, was really good. Phenomenal. Phenomenal performance from AJ Styles. Great performance from Jinder Mahal. Uh, unfortunately, he came up a little short, and AJ Styles is the new WWE champion. So it looks like at the moment, at the time of this recording, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, AJ Styles is going to go up against Brock Lesnar. Watch yeah, next week. Jinder gets the title back again. They very well could because there's a lot of talk that uh, you know they're going to be going back to India. They're going to go on that big India tour, and supposedly he is being hyped as a two-time WWE champion. Really? Yeah. Like there were posters coming out: WWE two-time champion Jinder Mahal. Um, so they might put the title back on him in time for that. But not just, next week. Just so that they can sell Survivor Series as Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles. So how would you feel about a one or two week reign for AJ Styles losing it back to Jinder Mahal so they can go to uh go to India? I'm fine You'd with it. You'd be fine with it. You just want you would rather see AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar as opposed to Brock Lesnar versus Jinder Mahal. Yep. 
Okay, so it doesn't matter how it happens. It just happens to be that it's a champion versus champion match, so you want a better opponent for, for Brock yep. Lesnar. Okay, cool deal. So, uh, so yeah, so that pretty much rounds out uh, SmackDown. So let's go into our interview with Jinder Mahal. And uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, uh, this was pre-taped uh, last week um, after the uh, Alexa Bliss interview. So we do have some comments that are now obviously outdated because I asked him about AJ Styles and, and whatnot. But you'll, you'll hear it for yourself. So, uh, so you can check that out uh, right now. Woo-hoo! You're listening to an exclusive interview on WNS. Okay, folks, joining us on the show this week, he is the current WWE champion. You can catch him on SmackDown Live every Tuesday night, the modern-day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal. Jinder, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, we certainly appreciate you coming on. For all information on Jinder Mahal, you can follow him on Twitter, at Jinder Mahal. We're getting ready for the big WWE Survivor Series weekend, taking place Sunday, November 19th at the Toyota Center. There will also be NXT TakeOver, War Games, Raw, and of course, SmackDown Live. And tickets are still available now, so make sure to get yours. And uh, you actually, Jinder, will be going one-on-one with the Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar. You actually issued the challenge to face Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. As someone who's concerned with uh, others' well-beings, what were you thinking? <laughs> yeah, Brock Lesnar, I mean, uh, he's, a, he's a household name. He is the Beast Incarnate. But I feel like I still don't have the same respect that I should be getting from uh, the WWE Universe, from our WWE fans. So, in fact, I need to tame the beast. I am the beast tamer, Jinder Mahal. That's what I'm going to be known as once I conquer the beast. But, uh, yeah, this is, I would say, the biggest match of my career thus far. And Brock Lesnar is definitely my toughest opponent thus far. But there is a reason why I am the modern-day Maharaja and the reigning, defending, undisputed WWE champion. And, uh, yeah, I heard the comments that Brock and Paul Heyman made about me, and they're not taking me too seriously, which, in fact, I am kind of, uh, I'm kind of glad because that's my game plan. That's what I do. Uh, people underestimate me, and then I surprise them. Now, you went up against Randy Orton. You defended your, uh, your WWE championship. You've also defended it against Shinsuke Nakamura. How do you prepare for someone like Brock Lesnar? Yeah, a lot of it is physical because Brock is such a physical opponent. His hard-hitting style suplexes he's gonna try and take me to suplex city so definitely my conditioning i'm gonna be coming in the best possible shape i can i'm training very hard dieting very hard i've actually uh put on about 20 pounds of muscle uh i know it's gonna be a tough match and i'm gonna be as heavy as possible so he can't suplex me or toss me around but uh like i said earlier he's underestimating me and i'm gonna i'm gonna shock him i'm gonna surprise him with my strength my speed my power and, of course, I will have the Singh brothers with me, my advocates. So uh, it's going to be uh, great. But not only that, we got uh, War Games kicking off on Saturday, November 18th. Raw after the Survivor Series is going to be awesome. And then I will also be at SmackDown, SmackDown Live, the Tuesday after Survivor Series uh, in the Toyota Center. Obviously, I will still be there as WWE Champion. And uh, it's going to be a great event. I'm looking forward to returning to Houston. Absolutely. Uh, you're going to be going up against Brock Lesnar in Houston. But I know just off the side, uh, you know, maybe in your rearview mirror, you've got AJ Styles uh, wanting to come after your championship. Has that caused any distraction in your preparation for Brock? No, not at all. I'm very focused on Brock. But, I mean, as a champion, everybody's coming at me. I mean, uh, guys like Baron Corbin, AJ Styles, uh, 
Sami Zayn, Randy Orton. I mean, SmackDown Live has such a stacked roster, such talented guys, even upcoming guys like Bobby Roode, uh, who will be there too. Uh, also in, in Houston, you know, he's he's up and coming. But you know, the, I gotta stay focused. That uh, my main goal is to stay. WWE champion as long as possible and going down in history as one of the greatest champions of all time. But in order to do that, I must defeat the universal champion, the man, the beast incarnate, Brock Lesnar. Now, you did take some time away from uh, WWE back in 2014 and returned this past May. Uh, and we, since we're speaking on the, the topic of the city of Houston, you actually wrestled and competed in Booker T's Reality of Wrestling a couple of times. Um, but during your time away, what what do you think was the biggest change in your career? Yeah, it was just my my motivation changed. I, I changed. I had became compla- become complacent in WWE when I got released in 2014. I was unmotivated. I wasn't driven. I was out of shape. Uh, just not focused. And uh, getting released in 2014 was the best thing that happened to me because I got to regain my focus, regain my drive, come back as the best conditioned athlete that there is in WWE, which ultimately led me to become the 50th and greatest ever WWE champion. And, uh, yeah, Houston is, uh, I actually used to live in Houston. So I've competed all through Houston, so it'll be good to come back to Houston. Uh, you know, Houston is such a great city. Uh, I know we got hit hard with uh, the hurricane, but mm-hmm. if I know anything about Houston, it always bounces back. After all, it is clutch. So I want all of Houston to come out uh, all four days. And, you know, let's uh, pack the place out, Toyota Center, uh, it's going to be uh awesome weekend, family entertainment. Kids are going to be there with their grandparents, with their parents. Uh, so I'm looking very forward to returning back to Houston. It's certainly going to be a great show. Now, whenever you came back, whenever you made your return, what was your relationship like with Vince McMahon, and what is it like today? Uh, so before I got released, I actually used to avoid Vince McMahon. Uh, I was just intimidated by him. You know, he's, he's Vince McMahon. He's the, <laughs> the owner of, uh, he's the CEO of Billion Dollar Corporation. But and now, since I've been back, my relationship with his with him is great. Actually, right when I came back, uh, motivated, uh, I would tell Vince, "Hey, Vince, someday I'm going to run this place. Someday I'm going to be the man." And uh, all that's happening in WWE is a place that rewards hard work. I'm very fortunate that Vince sees the hard work that I'm putting in constantly, 24/7. You know, I'm on 24/7, uh, improving on every aspect of my game, and. Uh, uh, now we have a great relationship. I never avoided him. Uh, you know, I go into his office and talk to him all the time. <laughs> That's very cool. Now, whenever you made your return, you ended up going from Raw over to SmackDown, and you ended up winning your first ever WWE Championship by defeating Randy Orton and essentially shocking the world. Uh, no one was expecting you to win. You managed to pull it off. So take us through the emotions you felt when the referee's hand hit for the three count and your name was announced as the new WWE Champion. Yeah, definitely. I shocked the entire WWE Universe, just like I'm going to shock them when I beat Brock Lesnar. Everybody's underestimating me, but that's what I do. I prove people wrong. People were actually shocked that I was even considered to be in the number one contendership match. It was a six-pack challenge match. The winner of that would go on to face Randy Orton at Backlash. Yeah, people were even shocked that I was in that match, and let alone when I won that match. But when I won the WWE Championship against Randy Orton, a 13-time world champion in Chicago, the atmosphere it was unreal. Uh, after uh, the rest counted to three, the cameraman zoomed in on people's faces and everybody's expression was just shock. You know, their jaw, <laughs> jaws had dropped. Uh, you know, it was going to be similar reaction when I beat Brock Lesnar at uh, the Toyota Center. 
uh, at Survivor Series. Uh, but it was just an unreal moment. You know, uh, the many ups and downs of being released to WWE, to coming back, just growing up, just wanting to become a WWE champion, idolizing guys like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and The Rock and Stone Cold. Uh, you know, all former WWE champions to have my name in the history books with the likes of uh, these great, great superstars is unreal. It's an unbelievable feeling. Definitely. And you actually recently got to go on a trip to India. How was the experience of seeing so many people showing up to show their support for you? Yeah, it was uh, unbelievable the support, uh, just the love, the whole, everybody showed me. Uh, I was unfortunately only there for three days, but we had uh, back three days. Uh, I had only had one public appearance, and thousands of people showed up uh, just essentially uh, see me on stage and uh, say a few words. We're actually returning in December 8th and 9th for two live shows in New Delhi, so I can't wait to go back to India, but overall it was one of the best experiences of my life. I was totally blown away by the love and the support that the whole country of India showed me. What's the difference between being uh, just part of the roster and being a champion? Yeah, being a champion, uh, everything changes. You know, like, for instance, every night at the live events, I ask our marketing rep, uh, you know, what the gross was, how we did on the gate, how did we do last time I was here. I talked to the merchandise people. Uh, not only that, the rest of the locker room looks up to me, so i got to set a positive example uh, for the rest of the locker room. You know, I uh, work ethic. You know, I every night I, I bust my rear end. I leave it all in the ring. And, uh, you know, I just want to set that example because everybody looks up to me because I'm WWE champion. Everybody uh, is striving to be in that position. But ultimately, I know everybody is coming for me in that position. Like I said, guys like Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, who will all be there at Survivor Series and at the SmackDown after Survivor Series. I mean, it's just a talented, talented roster pool we have on SmackDown. And Raw is no different. Uh, you know, you have guys like Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. Uh, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, uh, who will be there at Survivor Series and also at that Raw. So I believe WWE right now is at an all-time high in terms of talent. This past year, you participated in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal during the WrestleMania kickoff show. Unfortunately, you were the runner-up, but since then, your year has certainly improved. So when it comes time for WrestleMania in New Orleans, who would you like to see yourself facing? Yeah, definitely. So last year, I was in the pre-show in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Show, and it was my goal to be on the actual show at WrestleMania, but now my goal is to main event WrestleMania. And my dream opponent, uh, I've actually already issued the challenge on social media, is John Cena. I think I would be a blockbuster match. And in order for me to cement my legacy as one of the greatest champions of all time, I need to have that big WrestleMania moment. And there would be no bigger moment than to defeat the superstar, the franchise, John Cena. Yeah, I can only imagine the entrance that you would get to have, I'm sure it would be uh, of a grand scale. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the Maharaja, and the entrance at WrestleMania would have to be fitting for the Maharaja. Well, take us through a typical day for you. Like, What time do you normally wake up? You start working out, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. What, what foods do you normally eat? Yeah, so while I'm on the road, uh, I do all my traveling at night. I go to the next city at night, so I get in often very late, like 3, 4 a.m., 2 a.m., so I sleep in. I usually wake up around 11, and first thing I do is before I have breakfast, I do cardio, empty stomach cardio, about 25 minutes, 30 minutes on an elliptical trainer. And then I have my first meal, usually protein shake with oatmeal and a banana. Uh, then I go to the gym and train for another two hours, weights. I do cardio, uh, not cardio, sorry, stretch, yoga. I do like a stretching routine, lift weights. Uh, hopefully, Usually the gym has a sauna or steam room. I like to... Uh, take advantage of both of those things. 
And I also bring my meals with me from home. I have a company called Nutrition Solutions. They prepare all my meals for me, and I have a big cooler bag. I freeze meals. I have ice packs, and I always get a hotel room with a fridge. <laughs> so I always take my meals with me, so my diet is very, very strict. What the heck do you do on a day off? <laughs> <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> Catch up as much as you can? Yeah. Who was your biggest influence growing up in, in the world of wrestling? Uh, growing up, I would say Bret Hart. Uh, definitely uh, one of my favorite matches of all time is a WrestleMania 10, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels in the Iron Man match. Uh, it was just an amazing story that they told. And two amazing, amazing superstars, both who I really, really look up to, but definitely Bret Hart, I would say, was, was my man. We always like to ask this question because you never know really what you're going to get. Uh, you know, being on the road so many days, there's got to be some kind of interesting story you could share with us. So I was wondering if, if there was one you could share. Uh, yeah, me and uh, Ron Stroman were in North Dakota, and we hit a deer, and unfortunately the deer uh, broke the radiator in the rental car, and uh, we barely had any cell service. And luckily, some of the wrestlers, the other performers, other superstars were traveling behind us. So we just jumped in the cars and we literally just ditched the rental on the side of the road. <laughs> Finally, when we got service, we just called the rental company. We said, hey, the car is parked between this town and this town. And the keys are under the mat. Uh, luckily, I had insurance that day. So uh, <laughs> that's a, a funny story. That's awesome. Doing interviews over the years, we, we've learned the term road wife, someone that you, you travel with on a, on a usual basis. Is there someone that you usually uh, look for in the vehicle whenever you get ready to go to the next town? Yeah, I've had many driving partners throughout the years. Kali was a longtime riding partner of mine. Drew McIntyre, who's the NXT champion, who will also be competing on November 18th. Uh, I rode with him from, uh, for a long, long time. Sheamus. But right now I'm riding with the Singh brothers. Uh, my two assistants. <laughs> uh, my two guys that Introduce me to the ring and ensure that I always retain the WWE Championship. And they're driving, right? Of course, of course. The <laughs> Rider never drives. Got to take care of you. Yeah. Very, very cool. Well, we certainly appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, we're looking forward to the Survivor Series the whole weekend. NXT TakeOver, Survivor Series, Raw, and SmackDown. Like I said, tickets are still available. And for all things Jinder Mahal, you can follow him on Twitter at Jinder Mahal. Is there any other social media that you'd like to plug? Any other sites? Yeah, I'm on uh, Instagram at Jinder Mahal. Very cool. So make sure you follow him on Instagram as well. Jinder Mahal, it has certainly been a pleasure. We thank you for, for coming on the show today. Awesome. Thank you very much. This is WWE Superstar Alexa Bliss, and you're listening to WNS. So there you go. Big thanks to Jinder Mahal for uh, for being on the show, even though he came up a little short this past week on SmackDown. He'll so, get it again. He'll get that title. Yeah, he'll be the two-time champ in no time. Uh, I would like to see his uh, his entrance at WrestleMania. I think that would be really cool, have him come in and be elaborate. Um, let's go into hot topics, man. Breaking news uh, over the course of the past week. This is a big one. Um, Rockstar Spud reportedly signing with WWE. Is that really? That That is true, but that's not really. I was gonna say, that's not the big thing. That's not the big thing. It was kind of an anticlimactic one. That I was, oh, I was like, really? That's big news? <laughs> that's called a, 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 a swerve? Yeah, a bait and hook. Oh, I was like, bait well, okay. I was like. Okay, well, I tease you, you and I uh, consider big news two I different things. You. Oh, just like Becky Lynch versus you know James Ellsworth being yeah. a good match or a bad match. You know, <laughs> we have different opinions, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's okay. It's welcomed yeah. on this show. Yeah, it's welcome. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a terrible match. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> bad match versus good match. Potato, potato. Bad match versus good match. So yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's that's cool. Rockstar Spuds. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's that's the big news. Also, Bram <laughs> has announced that he has left Impact Wrestling as well. So um that's that's some pretty big news. Um another big news that, that happened over the week, uh Canadian casting agency uh apparently are looking to hire paid background actors to attend impact tapings. So you can get paid to watch Ooh. wrestling. Where do I sign up? Oh, fuck yeah, man. Me too. I don't care Woo. if it's Canadian money. Yeah. I will gladly take that. I will take it. And you're we'll going to you're gonna pay me yeah. to go to a wrestling show. I don't have to pay to get in. You're going to pay me. Oh, my gosh. Let's, let's sign up. Let's do it. Let's go to Canada. Yeah. I got my passport. I can't fly with my passport, but we can drive. So... We can, we can go do that. Why can't you fly with your passport? Well, because I didn't get the the full passport, like the book. You know, I got a, um, it's sort of like a driver's license. Oh, okay. uh, And it's good for land or sea, but not air. Oh. So if I ever want to go, if I ever want to fly out of the country, I would have to go and get a new passport. But um, if I want to, I could like, if I wanted to go to Canada, I could fly to the edge of the United States and then take a a car and cross the border that way. We'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or like if I wanted to go on a cruise, I could fly. Like if I went on an Alaskan cruise, well, that's weird because when I went on my Alaskan cruise many years ago, uh, we actually flew to Vancouver uh, where some, some of them will leave out of Seattle. So thousands and thousands Thousands of years years ago. ago. Yes. Um, So yeah, dude, I am all for, I don't even care how the wrestling is, if you're paying me to watch it and hold a sign, I'll do that shit. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Hells yeah. Um, so other big news, it, was, it came out over the week. Um, Chris Jericho, he's going to be having his cruise coming up. Yep. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Yeah, that would be pretty cool to go. <laughs> he's, uh, was it, the Rockin' Cruise or whatever? Something like that. So he has a lot of his buddies Yeah. Uh, in the music industry, in the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. There's also gonna be podcasts there. Hey, uh, hey, I know of a podcast that yeah. that might need to go on there. Yeah, I think it'd be it's I think it'd be pretty cool. It's in 2018, um, but I think they're I don't know all the the music talent that's gonna be there, but I think they're getting like I bet Fozzie's gonna be there. Foz, oh yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> that's I don't gonna be know, the headliner. Some ROH guys, maybe. I, th- I think they're getting some of the Bullet Club and stuff. Yeah, there's gonna be some New Japan talent. There's gonna be some Ring of Honor talent. He tried to get NXT talent, but he was turned down and was basically told, "No, if you're gonna be doing this venture, uh, you are financially responsible for the whole thing. Uh, WWE does not play well with others. Sorry, we're not we're not interested." Mm. So, what many people did not know about all this is that. Uh, Chris Jericho is not currently under contract with WWE. Now, the thing is, is that whenever he takes his time off and then he comes back for X amount of weeks, he signs short-term, short-term contracts. contracts, which means he'll come back. Month and like, by month. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'll stick around for two or three weeks. What do you got for me? Or, yeah, I'll stick around until WrestleMania. What do you which got is, for me? Which is awesome just yeah. because this whole, I guess we can go into it. Yeah. The whole... Um, thing with Kenny Omega mm-hmm. and Wrestle Kingdom and all that stuff because that's just that's just awesome because Jericho has not done an indie thing like he's wrestled for another company. Yeah. Not it's to my been, knowledge. It's been uh, quite some time. 
since he's done anything like this. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm talking about during his WWE time or when he's come back and gone mm-hmm. or whatever. He he hasn't. Right. I don't think he has. Right. So that, that's big. I yeah. mean, he has all his people on his podcast, and he must realize that this is the only way I'm going to wrestle Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just to be a part of that and, like, holy moly. I don't I don't know the details about this, like, this whole situation. Is this, so it's just a one-and-done thing? Yeah, more than likely it's a one-and-done thing. Uh, he just wanted to have the match and, you know. And, like, leading up to fear. that, like, what is he going to do? He's not going to appear on the show. I don't know. Or is he just going to have videos? He'll probably do vignettes, videos and all that. I mean, everyone knows who Chris Jericho is. Everyone knows who Kenny Omega is. What other... You know, selling point do you really need? That that's also like brings up a point. Like, is there other people he wants to wrestle? Oh, I'm sure there is. Is he gonna try to go for it? Because I don't even know how this came to be, you know, or well you gotta think. The dude's like 45, 46 years old, probably gonna come to the the tail end of his career as far as in ring competition. Uh, you know, as long as you're a rock star, you can go until seventies, whatever. Um so he's probably similar going the the Cody Rhodes route where he's got a list of people that he wants to compete with and this is probably going he's what? probably saying you know this is my chance to do it I'm not under contract with WWE they don't want to work with me for my for my cruise so why don't I just go out and wrestle this guy will this put a bad taste in WWE's mouth absolutely they were shocked when it, to, to find this out because uh, apparently they didn't find out about it until the news broke about it like he didn't, he didn't go up to him and say, "Hey, just want to let you guys know, I'm going to be wrestling over there." Nor did he technically need to because he wasn't yeah. under contract. Now, as far as business wise, you know, it would be nice for you to say, "Hey, you know, I know I'm not under contract or anything, but I just want to let you know, I'm going to go wrestle for this company." You know, hope everything's cool. I'll, I'll I wonder check if in. it's going to be cool. You I'll check in mean? with you guys in a few months, see if there's anything you guys need, you know, before WrestleMania, ro- between Rumble and, and Mania, maybe I can come back for a brief stint. But he just went out and just said, you know what? I just want to have this match. Let's let's go out and do it. And so talks happened and Man. papers were signed. And That's just, that's exciting, though. Yeah. So it's I mean, be, I know a lot of people are like, they're on, they're uh, like Jericho for a while and they're kind of not on, with them and then back back mm-hmm. and forth but that like to me it's just it's just amazing because like i said you know it's just like it's a new venture with it it's yeah doing one thing with a different company other than wwe and he hasn't done any independence or other stuff like he did that like before wwe yeah he has done after or during or what you know all mm-hmm. that stuff because i know when he was gone uh there's a stint where he was gone for like a long time when he finally came back he did with fozzy he did a video for tna <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And he was in the video and stuff like that. But they were trying to get him to wrestle for TNA. And he never did. Yeah. And all that stuff. But man, you know that he had to be in talks with like a lot of people because he he gets indie talent on his mm-hmm. podcast too. Mm-hmm. So you know the wheels in his head are turning. He wants yeah. this. You know, and it's just it's awesome. Definitely. So here's the question for you: Which match are you more excited to see? Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega? Or AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, man. That'd be a good one for uh, for our Facebook group page. That'd be a good poll question. I really don't know. Yeah? Not leaning one way or the other? I got to think about that. Give me a Six, week. 60, 40, 50, 51, 49. I don't know, man. <laughs> I do not know. If they were, 
If both matches were happening on the same day and you could only go to one show, which one would you go to? I want to go to Japan, but uh, okay. If they were, if they were in a venue, two venues, then they're directly across the street from one another. And it's happening at the exact same time. You don't get to go to Japan. Obviously, we're going to Houston, but you know, this is a hypothetical question. Um, I would, I would say that Kenny Omega because I've never seen Kenny Omega wrestle. I've seen mm. Brock Lesnar wrestle. I've seen AJ Styles wrestle. Uh, I've actually seen Chris Jericho wrestle, but yeah. I have not seen Kenny Omega. So okay, that's a good selling point. There you go. So uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, definitely chime in on that one. What match would you rather see, Jericho versus Omega or AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar? A lot of people Lesner. are down on Jericho's wrestling style because it's different. You know, he's older and stuff. Oh, he's what, older. What's he going to do with? If he goes over to New Japan, he's he's not going to be wrestling the WWE air quote style. Like he's going to be able. That's to another question. How is he? Is he going to try to cut loose? Or oh, I'm sure he, he is. That's going to be interesting. Are we going to see stuff Jericho's going to pull out that he hasn't done in years and stuff mm-hmm. because it was like a no-no in WWE? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see how it goes. Yep, we'll definitely see. Uh, final bit of Hot Topic news uh, yesterday or last night or the night after SmackDown Live, uh, ESPN aired their 30 for 30 featuring the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Um, amazingly done. Um, I, I, I loved it. Um, it showed the good times. It showed the very bad times. Uh, you the know, recent, some of the recent stuff. Well, they didn't. They they didn't. Um, they mentioned it when they came back from commercial. Like they had a, a little segment with the director of the of the documentary, where it was like, "Hey, uh, during the post editing of this documentary, here's what happened." Um, but. I mean, it was it was crazy. For one, I didn't. I personally didn't know that Ric Flair was adopted. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not know that either. Yeah, uh, and he talks about his childhood growing up. His parents were, you know, a certain way, and they didn't want him to be the party animal that he was. But he just ended up being that way. Um, you know, they talked about his drinking problems, you know, being on the road with all the ladies and Oof. everything. Uh, they they interviewed one of his ex wives. Uh, they talked to they talked to his children. They I talked saw, they uh, talked about uh, Snoop Dogg talked about him. Yeah, uh, Undertaker, Hogan, uh, Jim Ross, many others. Uh, Triple H talked about him. Um, and I'm wondering when. Okay, so one of the interviews that they that they shot was done in 2015, and I couldn't remember exactly when. Uh, the WWE were allowed to show the old WWF logos again because in this documentary they're blurred out, and I remember that they did that for a time, but I couldn't remember exactly when they got the go ahead to to show it again. But um, just a just a heads up for those of you who did not watch the documentary, but definitely check it out because if you're a fan of wrestling, if you're a fan of Nature Boy, or if you've ever been curious about uh, Ric Flair's personal life, definitely check it out because it is crazy so they even talk about uh charlotte like charlotte's uh in there so it was uh it was really well done to talk about his son who yes and that was heartbreaking um so that's pretty much going to do it for us you got anything how you've been playing uh 2k18 any nope well we'll try and get back into that um fairly soon i know work's been crazy on my end and uh everything's Still going crazy as far as recovery modes. So we'll try and get another stream going on uh, on Twitch stream. soon. So uh, for 
for anything you might have to, to ask for us. If you have any questions, submit it onto our YouTube channel, WNS Video. Uh, if you're not already subscribed to it, also check out our, um, you can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can find us on Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Abear. And follow me on the Instagram. Make this man famous. Yeah, it's, make me it's famous. all he's ever wanted. Please. That sounds horrible. <laughs> uh, we need to get you some merchandise, sir. For Instagram? For anything. For people to buy. That's, Why me? That's well, are you not the poster child? I am the poster kid. Poster kid. A bear underscore mode. Big poser. You're a hipster. Yeah, apparently I'm a hipster. <laughs> so uh so there you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler. A bear. And we will catch you all next week. Bye.